Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse, Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, all included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite content in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Feeling like you need a punch of energy? Enter wonderful pistachios. I love them. The snack that packs a protein punch. And the best part, they come in so many flavors and so many sizes. Whether you're on the go or chilling at home, wonderful pistachios, they're the go-to snack for me. Here's the real kicker, the protein. These little wonders are one of the highest protein nuts out there. Just one ounce serves up a whopping six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. So visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. I love them. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 12 to 3 Eastern, 9 to noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and FS1. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Herd. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Well, he was in three Super Bowls with the Patriots. Now he is with the Chargers, briefly with the Dolphins and Lions. Kyle Van Noy, a two-time Super Bowl champion, is joining us in studio. So there you go, baby. There we go. Now you're a free agent. You, you are a, a guy that knows the game. You think the game. Ton of experience. I can see a team bringing you on with young linebackers and saying, let's bring a grown-up in. Are there, <laughs> are there teams that you're looking at? Do you have a feel where you're going? You know, I, I haven't thought about it too much because of the last two years of being in free agency didn't go how I thought they would. Right. I thought I would still be on those teams. Yeah. So I'm honestly just sitting back, enjoying it. I'm here with you right now, uh, talking ball. I'm not really worried about my future. I'm just enjoying the present right now. I, I know a team will want me of how I finish the season, and I, I'll be grateful to go wherever I need to go. I, I, I'm confident in who I am as a player. And I'm excited to continue my success in the NFL. So you've played with Mac Jones, with Tua, and Justin Herbert. Oh, there so, you go. I like it. Let's get so into it. You're f- <laughs> the first time with Herbert that you're at a practice and you drop back in coverage, how long did it take to go, okay, that's different? <laughs> uh, I'll tell you a good quick story. It actually happened to be in seven on seven. It was a third down drill. And I was actually playing off the ball during – uh, fall camp. So I was kind of talking trash to him, you know, 0 for 1, 0 for 2. And then he whips one right by my ear and he's like, 1 for 2, <laughs> 2 for 2, 3 for 2. You know, then he started going on this clinic. And then yeah. after after the the series was over, after the period that we call it, he comes up and he was like, How was that? And I was like, Okay. Now, now that was like my introduction to him and yeah. good friends with him. 
Love the kid. He's going to be phenomenal. Can't wait to see for his future, uh, the way he works and his growth. And I know everybody wants him to speak more, and he'll get there. Yeah. I, 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 I'm He's confident in that. He, he, he loves football, and he loves uh, per personalities behind the scenes, and I respect that. Yeah. You know, when um, you were part of the greatest dynasty in league history, Yes, I'm proud of that, by the way. You should be. Yeah, I, I talk trash about it, too. <laughs> well, it was also, I never felt New England always had the most talented teams. They were talented. I thought they were the smartest teams. And Damian Woody's a friend of mine. He used to tell stories. He was saying, you know, we would practice a play for 17 weeks, and then we'd use it on a weird third down, and they just, it was different. Um, that's not a knock on Brian Flores briefly or Brandon Staley, but was the, kind of take your time on this, the, the intensity of Belichick and that culture for those years. Hmm. We could be here all three hours of this. <laughs> um, the intensity of Bill is nothing that I've ever seen because he just wants to win every day. Like, He's not talking about the next day or the week. He's talking about that day. The most important time is that practice, right? Everything practice is the most important thing. So he's literally all his mind, everything, his focus, energy is on that one practice. And that type of energy that you have to just process and just hone in and not worry about anything else no distractions you know you have all sorts of stuff he's the gm he's the coach all those distractions he does not care he is mainly focused on that one practice and i think that's what separates him apart because he's just trying to win that one day and he knows if i can win this one day and stack that and stack that and stack that my my guys are going to be ready to go for the game were you ever late to a practice no, but I, I'll tell you the one time I was late. <laughs> it was actually, I'll never forget this. It was my son, um, newborn, and it was a rough night at the house, right? Sure, sure. Wifey did her thing. She she took care of him, and I, I, I was up. He was crying. Um, I'm going to blame him, right? <laughs> and uh, I, I didn't sleep very well, and I woke up late. Oh, man. Your heart dropped. Yes, my heart dropped, and I have a... I have a missed call from Bill. <laughs> I get to I get to the facilities like, come on, Kyle, we can't do that, you know. And he 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 find me, of course. He finds everybody that's late. Uh, but uh, I was pretty nervous when I was late approaching New England's uh, stadium. It was a long drive that day. <laughs> I was driving fast, but it was long mentally for sure. Um, Brady obviously is as good as anybody that's done it. He was very much in line with Bill. And I think I always said this, you know, Shaq and Kobe uh, were the two best closers, arguably at the same time in the league. They wore mm -hmm. each other out. Did you ever sense bits and pieces of little tiny fissures after all those years, it's like, it would make, it would make, it's like, a, it's like a marriage after 20 years, you argue occasionally. <laughs> I mean, I, I think it's with anything. It's, it's just with me and other coaches, um, that have been together. So, I mean, you, you could see some, some things, but nothing to the, the effect of like, oh, this is, this is crazy. Right. It, it was normal conversations. There was never a heated argument, but you know, I, 
I think when I'm done and I'm not playing football and don't want to make headlines right now, I'll be able to discuss this a little bit more, yeah. <laughs> write my own book and right. tell my side of the story. But I, I didn't see too, anything crazy off the top of my head. Yeah. So uh, when you look at the league right now, it's pretty obvious that the league, for safety reasons, has pivoted to offense. It oh, used, yeah. It used to be, when you broke into this league, so about a decade ago, mm-hmm. um, the middle of the field was transitioning from the defenses to the offenses. Now it's the offenses. Oh, yeah. You can't hit anybody. Nope. Um, I mean, Nick Saban admitted this five years ago in college. I, I can't stop the best offenses. Um, take me to your rookie year in the NFL and to now that you've noticed structurally rules what's made it harder for linebackers. Ooh, we, I, I think uh, I don't want to just put myself. I just want to have everybody envision just the receiving yards, you know, are crazy through the roof right now, right? Crazy. Absurd numbers. So I think just going over the middle, receivers aren't scared like they used to, you know, like take the dra- uh, the digs catch of K- uh, Kittle the other day. He would if, have been lit up. What? He would have been holding his ribs. He would have been hurt. <laughs> um, you know, and, and there was another play in uh, Vikings versus Patriots game where Justin Jefferson's flying down the sideline and Devin McCourty comes and gets a good hit on him. But back in the day, I mean, he's uh- – Holding his ribs again, talking about, you know, we got to call somebody over. That's not happening anymore. Uh, Guys are happy to go across the middle, catch the ball with two hands because they know they're not going to get hit anywhere, essentially. It's kind of like you get pushed down to the ground. I would say that's the biggest thing um, that I've seen over my course of the last decade is just receivers being a little bit more like just catching the ball over the middle and not being scared. So you faced Patrick Mahomes, I believe, five times. Um, and I've asked people for years when you face Peyton Manning what it's like, and Peyton's looking at you and barking and Omaha, and uh, I'm not sure if Mahomes does that. But you can go to the first time you faced him, the last time. Did you know instantly, Kyle, instantly, this cat's different? No, I'm, I'm not going to say instantly. It probably wasn't till the next time I played him. The first time was... I want to believe in 2017, off the Super Bowl year of 16, uh, him and Kareem Hunt came in the stadium and blew the roof off. Uh, they beat our, they beat our ass. <laughs> um, and you know, so I, I gave a lot of credit to Kareem Hunt because at that time he was the best running back in the league as a rookie. I mean, he could run you over, juke you, stiff arm you. I mean, he only had to touch the ball 12 times a game to get 100 yards. He was incredible. And then um, what Mahomes has done from what I've seen from him is he's turning into a more pure pocket passer. He doesn't have to do – I mean, what makes him special is getting outside the pocket, you know, Madden, you know, run around like you would be playing Madden, running around behind the scene for five minutes and then finding somebody open and throwing it. He's doing that in real life. That separates him. But his pocket passing ability of reading coverages, understanding schemes, and Andy Reid just calling, dialing it up for him. I mean, I think this year he proved to be the MVP. Uh, he didn't have a true number one receiver, yeah. even though I think Travis Kelsey's a receiver. Um, I, I just think he's the MVP of this year. So let's talk. You, you've had to go. 
you've had to defend Travis Kelsey. In mm-hmm. practice, you defended Gronk. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, it is. It is interesting. Yeah. So um, let's let's talk about the individual matchups. So when you face Gronk, who's really known as at red zone, he can block. It, was there a trick to defending Gronk? I mean, and it was practice, but was there a little edge you felt you could do with Gronk? I love. Uh, <laughs> I loved guarding Gronk in practice because we'd be laughing the whole time. Really? <laughs> yeah, we'd be lined up and it would set hike and he'll tell you we'd both hit each other and start laughing at each other. And it was just a fun competitive. But the thing that always, to me, separated Gronk was his ability, his catch radius and his strength. Like anywhere the ball was, he could go up and get no it. No drops. And yes, and he's holding that. So, like, you could be slapping at it, trying to get a PBU, and he's, like, kind of, like, dunking on you a little bit. And sometimes you would get him, and for me, it was always trying to be more physical with him. Um, he, he obviously liked that back, uh, and it, I think it was just fun competing with him at that level. It was just fun. He came here to work at Fox. He is contagious oh yeah he's literally in the building <laughs> he is one of the most likable people i've been around now kelsey's a different matchup oh yeah uh, i don't know how he grades as a blocker but um, not good he knows he's not good at okay, that okay and it's okay, okay. like but, but he's really good at receiving like unbelievable and like gronk a big personality when you match up with him is he a trash talker what what is it He's a little trash talker, but he deserves it. I mean, he backs it up on the field. He makes game-changing plays. I mean, pisses me off that this last year they got to walk off on us um, at our own stadium. That was kind of embarrassing. Um, but got to give credit when credit's due. He's a really dynamic player. Uh, he's really changed the game and paved the way for tight ends. I know should be paid like a receiver. Yes, and I know he gave uh, credit to Antonio Gates because he was the other day, I want to say on his podcast, him and his brother are doing yeah. a really good job of that, gave Antonio Gates paving the way from him. And I think now he's paved the way for everybody after to get that type of deal of what you're saying, receiver money. Of um, I, I've asked guys like you that occasionally come off the edge and, and uh, you know, was there ever an offensive lineman? I, I, Ray Lewis years ago, you know, the great Ray Lewis, mm-hmm. Ray's really funny. I mean, if you get Ray off the mic, he is hysterical. And I, I asked him years ago about, and it was a Kansas City offensive lineman. It may have been Willie Rowe for something. And he's like, oh, I just, he's like, Colin, I'm a physical guy. I got no interest hitting him. Is that when you look back at the guys, we were just talking about Trent Williams earlier today. Mm. Micah Parsons disappeared. Um, <laughs> were there guys, were there teams, maybe it's Baltimore's culture, or were there linemen that if they're coming around the corner, and it's a run block, or you have to come in, who do you was almost a perfect offensive lineman in all year year? It could be a pulling guard. It oh, man. Played so many over the years now. I really I really liked Tyron Smith when I was, young, when I was younger. Former I Trojan. Mean, phenomenal player. He had no fat. He's a specimen. <laughs> I mean, he's still playing good. He was still playing good the other day. Uh, he's just definitely not what he was. If he gets his hands on you? He's just strong. Um, oh, man, there's so many. Um, Travis uh, Travis Kelsey's brother, uh, Jason Kelsey, very fast. Alex Mack at the center was very fast, just climbing to the second level. I wouldn't say they were like they're overly strong, but they just 
a no. discard, go to the next guy. Yes. Uh, Do- Dominic Rayola, he doesn't get enough credit either. I played with him when I was a rookie in uh, Detroit. He was another center. He w- he was he was grimy though. I loved it. Like <laughs> he he just you know do little nicks and knacks that veterans do. He's from that older age type right. of deal. Like play through anything and just you know wrap it up, tape it up, and go. So Kyle Shanahan's offense. Uh, we, we've said this. I love watching the Niners play. It is 1988 football. Mm. They always figure out a way to throw an additional blocker on any run. I don't know where they come from, but they, they'll bring another guard. They've got, you know, obviously, uh, Kyle Juszczyk, the Pro Bowl fullback. Mm-hmm. Um, when you defend a Niners offense with Kyle Shanahan, as a viewer, it looks different than other offenses. Yes. When you're defending it. Why is it so successful? He's done. He's had six-round running backs. Elijah Mitchell. Everybody succeeds in it. What's the secret sauce to Kyle's offense? He's got about a thousand run plays. <laughs> is that it? I mean, you just saw it in the Cowboys game. The Cowboys game. They did a really good job uh, stopping the zone stretch, and I want to say they gained about twenty-seven yards in the first half. Flip it to the second half, they come out in gap scheme where they're down block. You know, Trent Williams coming down on the double team, climbing, and then you got two pullers that are coming. And they had 80, I want to say 86 yards in the second half. And you're like, they stopped him in the first half, and then it's because he switched his whole playbook. His offense and adjustments in the game are, I mean, right now I think he's the best OC in the game right now. Um, do, they, do they mask them? Can you tell? I mean, just Brock Purdy's a kid, and he's figured it out. And, and I want to say that's what they do so well is they make everything, one thing look the same. Like, they run that, uh, the biggest thing right now is that tight end coming across fast motion, whether you put a, a tackle there. You saw Trent Williams the year before against Green Bay smacking Buddy out of the club. <laughs> uh, now they're doing a tight end doing it. check does it. And then they have a boot off of it. Yeah, Debo sometimes. So now you, know? you have the linebackers and safeties all flowing like, oh, here it comes, you know. And then the pass rush is a little slow. And then they're out on the perimeter, Brock Purdy, easy throw, easy read. Keep the chains moving. So they keep you thinking. Yes. Constantly. Oh, yeah. They put a lot of pressure on everybody because they motion someone, and that usually affects four to five guys, their assignments. And so they they, every play, you got to be sharp. They put pressure every single play. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 12 to 3 Eastern, 9 to noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and FS1. Find your local station for the Herd at FoxSportsRadio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Herd. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. 
Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including... Actress and star of the mega-hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Okay, uh, your organization, uh, the Chargers. So Brandon Staley retains his job. Um, I think he's smart. I think players like him. I do worry about the adjustments. I tend to think young coaches. I criticized Matt LaFleur years ago. I thought he was very good in the film room, very good in the first half. I thought Matt LaFleur's first couple years, he wasn't a great adjuster. Kyle Shanahan is. Belichick is. Pete Carroll is. Mike Tomlin is. Is it a fair criticism to say that part of his game needs to get better? The halftime adjustments. (laughs) I mean, I I think... That's my guy. I really like Brandon Staley. I think he's a phenomenal coach. But, I mean, just like anyone, um, when you don't win the Super Bowl, you can always get better, right? Um, I think for him, he's going to go back and look at the film on where he can get better, where he can make adjustments better. Um, I I don't want to just put it on him. I think it's a collective group. I think players need to do their part in it as well. Um, I'm excited to see him because he took the challenge last year. Um, and with the amount of injuries that we sustained this year uh, from Pro Bowl, all-pro players. Up front defensively. We lost three D linemen. I mean, I I could go on, and I'm not making an excuse, but to stay in the hunt and be in the hunt at the end of the season, I was very impressed with the composure he had, and, you know, I I know he's going to make better adjustments. Uh, I know he's going to make the right things uh, to win because that's what he's all about. He's all about winning, and he's going to get it done. Did you, you had Mac Jones for a year. I did. Now, they call him a McEnroe Jones. Apparently, he gets <laughs> pissy. Did you notice that? Uh, yeah, I, I, we, I, always, I always give Mac a hard time about that because I think what people don't understand um, is these, these guys are still human, you know? I know they're leading uh, 
billion dollar companies and that's a huge task and everybody wants every all these quarterbacks to act a certain way right you know it's just like lamar jackson i love i think lamar deserves his money deserves, deserves it all he doesn't do what everyone else does right yeah and um I mean, you could go, Justin, he doesn't do what everyone else does. He's he does, very quiet, he, yeah, very he private. does his own thing. Tom, same way. He does his thing his own way. Joe Burrow, I mean, most swag quarterback in the league right now. Right. Joe Shiesty, they call him. <laughs> King of the North, they right. call him. Right. I mean, but he's got – I love Patrick Mahomes. He's vocal. He talks uh, – talks openly about everything you know I just love all these different quarterbacks doing different things now you know back to Mac with the original question I you know Mac's gonna do a good job I just saw Billy O's coming back yeah Bill that's his guy I think it's gonna work out great you know I'm, I'm excited for him and I'm excited for him to continue to mature he's gonna do it he's done it already I, I'll tell you a quick story about Mac is when I knew he was uh, he was going to be the guy is when Cam Newton was not there during practice. Uh, I think it was like, I believe, COVID situation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, missed practice during fall camp, and yep. he came in against the Giants and kind of was cussing people out. Get your ass so you know, directing people, and, you know, and he was slicing up our defense and then sliced up the Giants, and it was like, oh, this dude's taking that step. And so I, I envisioned him – that he's going to continue to do that with his mat, uh, maturation. Is that yeah, the right sure, word? Yeah. yeah. And continue to get better in everything he needs. And I think Billy O is going to be able to get him there. Finally, Brady, what do you think he does? Tommy boy, love that man. He's a good man. He was showing his kids to a private school in Miami. If he, Would you be shocked? His dad said he'll never retire. Would you be shocked if he said, I've had a great run? I mean, I was shocked what he did last year. <laughs> right. I, I just felt like it was off and it wasn't the right way he exits. And, you know, I, I'm going to, I'm so happy for him and his career, you, you know, just battling um, with the things he's done off the field and continue to go through. And he played with the greatest football player ever. Yeah, he's unbelievable. And, he, I, I think he's the goat. He's definitely the best. Did he ever, best. Cu ever cuss you out? Uh, yes, he's cussed at me. <laughs> I will say this: one thing that I I loved about him is when we ended up playing him um, when he was at Tampa in that game, and after the game, he said something. He's like, "It's not fun playing your friends." And it, me and he took a knee and came, and it was High Hightower, Dante Hightower, and myself went up to give him some love. And he's like, that wasn't as fun as I thought it was. And I was like, yeah, it, it wasn't. It was really weird, like, playing your older brother. And, like, yeah. it was fun competing, but it was, it, it was just a weird dynamic. Yeah. yeah. All right, Kyle Van Noy. Um, I had no idea he was my neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll end it there. We won't tell you where. Yeah. But, um, what a pleasure to meet you finally. Yes. Good luck to you. Congratulations on your success. Thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate you having me on. You bet. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. This is Steve Covino. And Rich Davis. And together, we are Covino and Rich. Covino and Rich. Thanks, buddy. Uh, that's right. Covino and Rich, Fox Sports Radio's newest hit show. Heard weekdays from 5 to 7 Eastern, 2 to 4 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
Every Covino and Rich show is available as a podcast. Just search Covino and Rich wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe. I'm such a rocking dude. The show features our unique take on sports, injected with some fun, humor, and relatability. Listen to Covino and Rich five days a week on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Covino and Rich, give me a hell yeah. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including... Actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. New year, new wireless plan. Switch to consumercellular.com slash the herd. $25 off. Change your phone. Number? Nope, don't have to. Change your phone? Don't have to. No activation fee. But save big on savings. Consumer Cellular. J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news! This is the Herdline News. Derek Carr. Colin. He'll be on the move shortly. He was with the Raiders for nine seasons. You would think after this messy divorce he would jump at the chance to air his dirty laundry, maybe take a jab or two at McDaniels, but... You know, come on, Derek Carr's taking the high road. Here's what he wrote. Thank you to all the people reaching out, trying to give me their platform to tell my side of what happened. It's the hardest thing in the world to not jump on every interview and tell the truth. Thank you, but I'm choosing to move on and give our next city 
our best. Maturity. Kinda, I kind of like this. You know every reporter out there is like, hey, come tell your side of the story. Come, 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 give me the exclusive. You don't have to show me what you had for lunch on Twitter, nor resolve every issue on social media. Really? Sometimes I thought you had to. You can be a don't grown you up. you also have to air all your family's dirty laundry on social media? No, you can just do things behind the scenes. Oh, Not everything has to quiet. be public. Yeah, with class and dignity. Somebody's going to get a really good quarterback. Cowherd mentioning class and, and dignity. dignity. Yeah, love it. Power Imagine move. that. I'll tell you what, you put him at Miami, he never gets hurt. He's always available. Every Sunday, you got him. That wet Tyree kill, Jalen Waddle, good left tackle, run game. Nice secondary. Is he an upgrade from Tua? When Tua was at his best, he was an MVP yes. candidate. Yes. Yes, he's better than Tua. I would agree. I was just trying to catch you in a trap. That's all. <laughs> Next yes, up. Yes, he's an upgrade. Yeah, he's an upgrade. Next up, Arizona Cardinals. I- I'm so off this team, Colin. Train wreck of a season. 4-13 and in the cellar in the NFC West. Kyler Murray, obviously, the torn ACL. They fired Cliff Kingsbury, which is still mind-boggling to me. One of the biggest issues, though, was Kyler's stagnant development following the contract extension he got. Mike Sando spoke with an anonymous NFL executive who said, I don't know how much better Kyler can be. He might have hit his ceiling and will always be limited by his size and unwillingness to stand in there and get hit. I, I was told by a Pro Bowl pass rusher, during his rookie year, told me off the record, he said, that guy doesn't like to get hit. He's a baseball player. And I think increasingly, I don't think this is necessarily wrong. I don't know if it's right. But Kyler doesn't like to get hit. He does not like to get hit. And this player told me, he said, that's not going to last. And this is a this is not only a really smart guy, he's a great player, multiple Pro Bowls. Pass rusher who hit him. The Cardinals. Said, the Cardinals have to know this. They well, knew he didn't want to get hit. The other thing is, the media is so funny. Yes, size matters. When people like me came out and said he's tiny, it doesn't matter. Of course, it matters. Tua acknowledged last year. Sometimes I can't see over the offensive line. We've fallen into this trap because of Russell Wilson's decade of excellence that size doesn't matter. Manziel was too small. Kyler looks too small. Tua gets beat up. Baker, I, de- I think Baker for a while had some of the most batted down passes at the line of scrimmage Listen, in the league. Ideally, you want 6'3 to 6'3 and a half. Ideally. Now, now Caleb Williams for USC, 6'2. Aaron Rodgers, 6'2. They're all world talent. The problem with Kyler is how do you salvage this, Colin? And they screwed up by giving him all the money last year. He has all the money, well, all the power. And if you push him, he'll just say, you know what? I'm out of here. I got my guaranteed money. I'll go play baseball. I'll go ride buses in AAA for a year or two. Right? It's just ugly. Arizona's a disaster. They're definitely a sell. Yeah. Final story. Uh, Let's go. Ooh. Uh, Despite Brock Purdy's success since Jimmy G went down, Kyle Shanahan getting questions still about Garoppolo's availability heading into Sunday's NFC Championship game on Fox. Previously, Shanahan had said Jimmy G had an outside chance of being ready but is now saying he'd be very surprised if Garoppolo was out there this week. Adding, there'd be a better chance if the 49ers made it to the Super Bowl. Now, that? that's kind of interesting. Well, it, it, let's say he's available for the Super Bowl. That means Brock Purdy got you to the Super Bowl. You're not starting Garoppolo. I do think it could allow you, Kyle could say, we can move Purdy a little more in the pocket. If we had to do more rollouts, we do have a backup plan. Because um, I think I think the one thing about Pretty that is coming 
out that's pretty clear. He's a lot twitchier and more athletic than people think. Yeah. Like, Dak moves well. I never think he's twitchy. He's good at avoiding getting he's hit. He's right? really quick. Yeah. He's really quick in limited space. So you go to a Super Bowl, think to yourself, listen, I've got, I've got a, a very capable former Super Bowl quarterback in my midst. Can we take a few more RPO chances, run around a little more with Purdy if you got there? I mean, listen, even against Philadelphia. Well, they're, they're not going to blitz a lot. Their DNA is we're getting to you with four, and we're going to confuse you the with Eagles. exotic coverages. Yeah. Not, you're not beating us deep. No no Brandon Ayuk over the top. And Purdy's just going to have to play a cerebral game where he's picking his spots. And I think Kittle and Debo and McCaffrey, I give them the edge over this Philadelphia defense, Colin. In space, I mean, it's not like the Eagles linebackers are what the Niners linebackers are. Like, I just don't see this Eagles offense steamrolling the way they just boat race the Giants. They're not doing that to these Niners. Well, we're, we know they're not going to beat them 38 to 7. I mean, we saw plays where Warner and Greenlaw are dropping into coverage against CeeDee Lamb. Okay? Like, I'm sorry. They're, I don't think they're worried, worried about Devontae Smith and Dallas Goddard when you have those linebackers. It feels like a, a low-scoring game, like 17-16. It does. Whoever has the ball last. You trust Robbie Gould in a big spot? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Do you? I do. That's why I said Yeah, <laughs> yes. yeah, he's great. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be a good game. I'm excited for it. So am I. Yeah. You know, it's on Fox. No, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Hey, when's your big announcement? We'll do it right after this, I guess. Well, we, we you want to do it in the... Close out the show with it? Yeah, save it for the end for well, the this, hardcore listeners. Well, the, the show is over. Oh. So we'll do it. I didn't know that. And what, we could do it. Maybe we may have a big announcement. Well, you mean you sold it. Are we on it. air tomorrow or no? Yeah, why wouldn't we be? Oh, okay, just making sure. J-Mac with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Line News. Eight distinctive models of SUVs at Mercedes-Benz. MBUSA.com or go to a Mercedes dealer. Okay, Kyle Van Noy and Nick Wright. That's a good show. A lot of meat in that sandwich. That was fantastic. First things first is around the corner. Boys are all revved up today. Live in Los Angeles. See you tomorrow. It's The Herd. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound... Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on Season 3 of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, 
or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.